Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for June 12, 2007. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined each week by our Orlando team, including Bob Varley, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. And also this week, we're joined by our producer, Regina Henricks. On this week, we'll tell you about the top news stories on the Diz, including the story about the couple from Connecticut that was robbed at gunpoint in the parking lot at downtown Disney. Kevin Close will give us his review of Il Molino at the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. And we'll give you an update from our visit this week to Walt Disney World. All that plus Roundtable Rapid Fire on this week's edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Now, we do have a lot to cover today, so I'm going to get right into the news. Our number three story this week, Blue Man Group made its debut last week at Universal Orlando. The show is the first salvo in Universal's bid to re-energize its sagging attendance numbers. Universal recently announced that they would be adding an attraction based on the Simpsons TV show and that they would be adding a new Harry Potter-themed land to their Islands of Adventure theme park. The show has received better-than-average reviews from local papers, and we'll have our own review to release with the next Universal show, which will be next week, by the way. And Corey, Julie, John, and Kevin all had a chance to see it. And we'll give, like I said, a a full review in in our, our Universal show next week. What did you guys think? Well, it had some really great stuff in it. It had some stuff that was absolutely brilliant and very cool, and then it had stuff that you just wanted to put a bullet in your head. Yeah, I agree. You, you just were like, "What are they doing?" And the there's a we're gonna give a whole review because it's very it's, you want to go into all the aspects of it. The venue itself also I found distracting too because they allowed people to get up out of their seats. There's no intermission, so you're kind of watching what they're doing and people are getting up and getting beers and walking in front of you. It was all just sort of bizarre. Oh, see, they, well, if you, you know, we read the little prompter they had, you know, making fun of people or telling you what to do, and it said, there's no intermission in this show. If you need to go to the bathroom, pee now. Like, it warned you, you know? (laughs) And that's exactly what it said. (laughs) Yeah. In those words. See, y'all went to the the first night it opened, right? Right, right. We went to the preview, so we were kind of, there weren't a lot of kids in there. So we, we really didn't get that that part of it. Like I know the kids. Uh, I would the say laugh. the audience was a good thirty percent kids the night we were there. Yeah, right. we were all adults. Mm-hmm. And the kids seemed up. to enjoy it. The kids absolutely went. Carnival ape crazy loved it. Everything cheering and clapping and and laughing and participating and there's a lot of audience participation yeah. doing everything they told them to do. Um, I'm going to give them a couple of. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. There is some logistical nightmares that they need to work out. And again, we were there the first full night of the show opening. However, they have to do something about the handicap seating. It's going to be hard for me to explain this on the on the air because it's a visual thing. However, when it's time to leave, the people who are in wheelchairs have to be a salmon and buck the entire crowd coming towards you in order to get to the switchback ramp. So they have to go towards the stage to then turn around and come back. Oh, no. Once you get outside, now there is no intermission, and Julie just talked about using the restrooms. When you leave, the restrooms are to the right. The exit is to the left. Mm-hmm. And while we were trying to buck the crowd to get into the men's room, the three performers, the three blue men, came out to take pictures and sign autographs. The lobby's not that wide. They spread themselves out for the best coverage. However, that caused utter chaos in the lobby the lobby i would say not taking into account the concession stand is as wide as the room we're in now ouch and you are funneling wow. a thousand people it's through wide this that way you mean the depth 
the depth, the depth of the room right. is right between the, the, the lines that open up and let you out, and yeah. then the concession stand is across from you. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's not a lot of space. I mean, especially feet. when you have hundreds of people trying to get out. Or and everybody wanted their picture taken with the blue men. And yeah. I can understand that. However, it caused utter chaos. It took us 40 minutes to get out of the lobby. Yeah. I thought overall the show was awesome. Yeah, we um, too. Th- there, were some, there were some parts where I'm like, okay, it's, it's time to end this skit. It's right. over with already, you know. But uh, but we well, also had a different experience from them because afterwards we went to the VIP thing, you know. Yeah, we were all dressed up and... Well, like I said, we'll have a full review next week. I just wanted to kind of get your get your opinions on what you thought. And, and we have a teaser. I'm going to give a teaser out there. We've got some really great sort of insider stuff we can tell you. Cool. Some tips and tricks we learned. So, Well, now while we're talking about the expansion of Universal Orlando, there was a story in the Orlando Business Journal this week that shed some light on some of their plans. Uh, they have asked the Orlando Planning Board to amend the resort's master plan to include a controversial, it's controversial with their neighbors, a 316-unit apartment complex for their employees, two new hotels with another 2,600 rooms. Wow. And an undetermined number of timeshare units. Hmm. So they're... uh, It's UVC. This is going to say Universal Vacation Club. Yep, you know. They're jumping in. It's... It's it, this is it's going to get really really interesting around here in the next couple of years with with them. Universal has a problem also because they're in a very residential area. Well, that's the problem they're having right. is that they, they they've actually uh, their neighbors have gotten a lawyer. They're li- <laughs> they are literally right across the street from a high school. Right, and could you, Dr. Phillips. Yeah. Could you imagine going to that high school? Yeah, really, I wouldn't be there. <laughs> it's a great school though. It is. It's, it's a highly rated. <laughs> it is. School. It's one of the highly rated schools in the area. But two sides of Universal are, are residential. Two boundaries. All right, our number two story this week, cast members ratified a three-year contract with Disney last week, ending fears that a strike might cripple Walt Disney World. The contract offers an enhanced pension plan for cast members, an, agree- an, an agreement on new scheduling procedures, and an increase in pay ranging from 4 to 5% annually. So, fortunately, we've dodged a bullet. There's not going to be a strike. I don't know, you know, I, how, how many? 28%. Only 28% of the cast members voted. That. Only 28% of the cast members voted for the contract. So, like I said a few weeks ago, if it's not, a, if you don't think it's a good contract, you deserve whatever you get. You didn't vote. So, <laughs> and but, the ones that don't vote are the ones that will complain the oh, most. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And the number one story this week, a very disturbing story. A Connecticut couple was abducted at gunpoint from the parking lot outside the downtown Disney marketplace. Justin Stetzer and Jessica Della Camara, both from Connecticut and both 20 years old, were walking back to their car after shopping at downtown Disney. They were approached by three men in a car who stopped to ask them a question. When the couple stopped to respond, they were forced into the car at gunpoint, driven to a gas station where the man was forced to withdraw money from his, a- a- his ATM account. Then they were driven to a remote location where they were beaten. During that assault, a gun being carried by one of the assailants went off, and that sent the three men running. I guess it spooked them, and they left the victims behind. Fortunately, no one was hurt when the gun fired. And injuries to both victims are not life-threatening. Mm. But for as, for as scary as that story is, I can tell you this is probably now the safest time to be in any parking lot and anywhere in, in Walt Disney World. Yeah. I'll guarantee you that. I, I mean, we were, And what was really unnerving, too, is that we were all in Pleasure Island yep. 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 that night. Yes, we were. And but, you know, we, were, we had mentioned even that night that there was, we saw a lot of security. There were we were at as well Disney. as Orlando police officers. 
There were police on bikes, and and they had the turret things out in the parking lot. Those were all manned. What time did you guys leave Pleasure Island? After two. two? After it was after two. two. Maybe, yeah, after about maybe 11. You, maybe you saw the police activity of this event. Maybe someone was No, reporting. I don't think no. they knew by 2 no. o'clock. I think they didn't find out. The whole time we were there, had, somebody had fallen, and there was Couldn't this, get up? this guy down. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he looked and like he was And he was rubbing hurt. his knee, mm-hmm. and they seriously, they had to have 10 security guys like posted there so you wouldn't walk past him. It was, they were everywhere except for the back of line. I think people get a false sense of security. You're in the Disney bubble. Nothing yeah. bad can happen to you. And you have to understand that, you know what? It's, it can you're, happen you're, anywhere. You're in a medium-sized city at that point. You really have to just take into account. It, it does seem weird, though, because when you walk into the Disney parking lot, they're well lit. They're well trafficked. They're well traveled. I can't imagine where these people were parked that they could be in a place where no one would see this occur. Did yeah. this happen late at night? Midnight, well, midnight. right after midnight. Yeah. Yeah. You always right wonder what you're going to do in a situation like that. You know, someone holds a gun to your head and they, they said, tell you to get in the car. I would have ran. Well, one story. Shoot me in the butt. One version. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run. One version of the story that I read uh, said that what had happened was when they brought them out to this remote location, that was when these two, uh, the victims, started decided they were going to fight back. They figured they were probably going to get killed and left there. Mm-hmm. So they figured might as well go out with a fight. And it was during that altercation that the gun went off. And I guess when the gun went off, like I said, the... The three kids that mm. that did this took Thank off. Thank goodness that gun went off because they could have been killed. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, scared them away. It is scary. It is scary. But, you know, I like I said, it, it just, we, we said it a few weeks ago, security at Disney World is generally speaking very, very good. And I'm sure if you, you have some ba- uh, bad feelings about going to the parking lot and going to your car, if you talk to one of the security people, They'll escort you to the car. Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. So if, if you are uncomfortable, make sure you do that. Mm. Looks like Regina wants to sing a song. <laughs> She's holding that mic up. I'm ready. She's very Celine <laughs> Dion. She's been in show-tuned song all week. Yes, she has. Regina has to hold her microphone. I don't have an extra mic stand. That's what, what John is commenting on. So It's very Jerry Springer. thoughts? <laughs> And you thought you weren't going to get picked on today. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for the news this week, folks. We're going to move right along and go into our rapid-fire segment. Who would like to start this week? I'll start. I have uh, extra magic hours for Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach. Uh, they've added those for the summer. And uh, both parks are going to open an hour early, June 1st to August 31st um, in the morning. And then... Typhoon Lagoon in the evening is going to stay open three hours later uh, on the Saturday nights in June, July, and August. So whatever time the park closes, they're going to stay open an extra three hours every Saturday night. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but extra magic hours, doesn't matter where they, where they do. The, it's just it's not worth it. So, the parks are packed. The oh. park. It's not like e-ticket night used to be. It gives you a little extra time. I mean, to go swimming and stuff. I mean, I don't yeah. expect the park to, you know, to be jam jam. But you do get to get in an hour early. To Corey, get a they, spot. Do they close the water parks at a certain capacity? They? Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And bl- during the summer, Blizzard usually the first park to close to capacity. And they have lights and everything to, to do it through midnight, or it's probably going to be like well through. if they oh, close yeah, it. They're, they're, yeah. they're illuminated. Yeah. But uh, if they close close at 6, if they close at 6, then it would be be open till 9. So 
I see. My problem is I don't like the water parks, so the thought of three extra hours is kind of like three extra hours of Blue Man Group. Yeah, but it just not you know, necessary. Um, I think it's great. Yeah, but at night, <laughs> but at that night you don't at, have at to night. worry about sunburn. Yeah. So it's actually a nice time it's fun. to go. All right. Well, thank you, Bob. Okay. Mrs. Martin. Okay. Beginning May 31st at all of the full table service Disney restaurants, children age 9 and under will be allowed to receive free refills on all their beverages. It includes juice, bottled water, milk, and soda, and also chocolate milk. It does not include the non-alcoholic specialty drinks like some of them are called like electric blueberry or something with the glow cube and stuff like that. But um, I think that's pretty cool. That is cool. Excellent. Thank you very much. Mr. Martin. Mine inspired by the heat. It's crazy, crazy hot. Oh, it <laughs> After is, yesterday? Yeah. It is uh, Africa hot here. It's stupid hot. I wanted to give somebody, some, um, everybody a little overview on heat-related illnesses that I, you need to avoid. Uh, the first is heat cramps. They, uh, this is the first form of uh, heat related illness that you can get now this is usually it's the mildest form but it consists of like painful muscle cramps and spasms usually in your abdominal muscle area and your uh your legs now the second form is heat exhaustion now this is more severe than heat cramps and it's usually it results from loss of water and salt in the body now this occurs when the body is unable to cool itself uh, properly and is um, left untreated and it can um, end up in heat stroke now heat stroke is you know it's it's the most severe, and it's it's life threatening. You should never even get to this point. You know, you should you should actually spot it by heat exhaustion. Now, some si- signals and some signs of heat exhaustion are include cool, moist, pale, flushed, or red skin, heavy sweating, which was us yesterday, like crazy. Julie sweats like crazy. I do. <laughs> <laughs> she does. <It's> a, <laughs> she also doesn't shave do her legs. She's, she still looks good when she sweats. <laughs> <laughs> a, a few other signs: um, headache, uh, nausea, vomiting, dizziness, and exhaustion. And your body temperature for heat exhaustion usually remains the same. So you really can't tell by your body temperature. Now, heat stroke. Heat stroke is when your body basically shuts down when you can't you can't cool itself anymore. Now, you, you change in consciousness, uh, rapid weak pulse. And rapid uh, and shallow breathing. So we have a Regina. You wrote a a whole page on how to keep cool at Disney. We're going to include links to that in the show notes. But it, it is just it's crazy, crazy hot out here. And and I want to just touch on a few points to prevent these heat related illnesses. The first thing is dress for the heat. Don't I mean leave your black shirts at home. You want to wear shirts that are going to you know repel the sun, not attract it. Drink water. Drink a lot of water. Carry water. Eat, drink water even when you're not even thirsty. Um, juices, Powerade, Gatorade, um, a lot of the clear liquids. Eat small meals more often throughout the day um, consistently. Slow down. Yeah. Slow down. Um, also, take regular breaks. Go into a, go into a gift shop, an air-conditioned gift shop, and relax a little bit. Cool off. But, you know... The amount of people we saw at Star Wars mm-hmm. weekends dressed in black, black, black stuff. Yeah. I mean, and wearing I, I, jeans. And wear yeah. just jeans. Leave your jeans at home. Wear shorts, tank tops. It's <laughs> the ones in the high heels and the jeans that always kill me. It's hilarious. It really is. I point them out and go, look, let's laugh at them. <laughs> Corey, they've never been here before. Corey, I like to tell people to do the shows in the in, from noon on so that you can get into the air conditioning and kind of cool off on the hottest part of the day. It's yeah. one of the things. One hint is... Um, kids will drink soda instead of water and think that they're still getting enough liquids. No. It's got to be water. You got to stay away from the caffeine, right? Stay. Even anything that's get, that's not clear is yeah. usually the the trick. Bottled water can get expensive in the park. Any counter service restaurant will offer you a free cup of ice water. All you have to do is ask. 
Good. Very good tips. Thank you, Mr. Martin. Ms. Henricks, welcome back. Well, thank you. Well, out in Anaheim, Disneyland opened Finding Nemo, the submarine voyage. Oh, that's right. That did open. So they have a very cool new attraction out there. $70 million they spent on this. Oh, wow. my God. I wonder 70. if the windows will still fog up. <laughs> I, read, I read an article today, and, and, it, and it's handicap accessible. No, it's not. They have a... Um, there was no way for them to retrofit the uh, circular staircases for handicap accessibility. So what they've done is they've created like a, it's kind of like a mission control room, I guess, okay. with these like really huge high definition screens. Oh, so I think that's I, that's where the uh, the I handicap area is. They're not able, oh, unfortunately, to get onto the. Uh, I must have speed readed through that one. Speed readed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Regina, Kevin. Uh, I have an update on passports. The U.S. government has realized there's a huge crush of people looking for passports this summer. So what they've done is they've given a little break to people who are waiting. Uh, If you are scheduled for a trip and have not received your passport yet, as long as you can come up with a receipt that you have applied for it and a photo ID, they'll allow you to travel Without a passport. Now, I believe this only applies, though, to air travel and only um, for uh, the Caribbean, the Bahamas. Canada. Right. And Mexico. 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 And right. Mexico. And I believe it's only June, July, and August. That's correct. In September, the old rules go back into effect. Right. I just, uh, Walter and I just put in for, and Corey and Julie for that yes. matter. We all just put in for our, our passports. We, we're all going on a on a Mediterranean cruise. <laughs> 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 on the, at the end of uh, July We're not doing Disney We're committing heresy We're actually going on Celebrity And it's over my birthday And it is over Julie's birthday I'll be in Naples, Italy You can all hate me <laughs> <laughs> We're jealous We're jealous of the part Where you're going to dock Outside of Venice Oh yeah We get know, to be three, there for two days Well two nights Yeah In three days That's awesome Yeah it's a, it's a cool 12 night Mediterranean cruise The end of July So 12 nights it's, wow. it's our first non-Disney cruise We're still figuring out Exactly how we're going to handle the show for those two weeks we're gone but we'll figure something out but uh um we had ours our passport uh, applications expedited Mm -hmm. because we're fearful of this and we've got six weeks before we travel i'm just hearing some nightmare stories though about people not getting them in time they've had their trips planned for months they put in for their passport five months ago congress people are calling they're asking people, their congressmen, to call. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Dreams Unlimited Travel has an agent who has her congressman calling to try and get. She's on a Disney Mediterranean cruise, and her daughter's hasn't come yet. Oh, no. I heard the congress, um, congressman or congresswoman, they, they can only do so much. They can put in a word, but they don't guarantee anything. They can't. No. What can you do? It's, it's, another it's the Department of State. It's yeah. I think the L.A. Times had something this weekend. On the news, they said they're processing like millions and millions. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. And they have 700 people hired to process these applications. 700 to process 18 million applications that they have right now. So it's it's kind of insane. It really is kind of insane. So, But they're saying if you have your passport expedited, if you pay the extra... To have, and it was a lot more. I mean, mm-hmm. it was 180 some odd dollars a person. I, it's more than double, isn't it? Oh, more than double, yeah. yeah. It's triple. Because I think the normal fee is $60. And I don't remember. We did ours a couple of years ago. No, it's $88 for a new one. Yeah. Because mine would have been a renewal, but because I had to have it expedited, it cost me a lot more. Yeah, it was 180 some odd dollars to have it expedited. Yeah. But they say that, you know, you'll have it within 
two to three weeks. We'll sounds, see. Sounds like a profit maker to me. Now, you know what? If it gets me my passport before I travel, yeah, I don't yeah, care. Who cares? <laughs> you know, make all the profit you want. Oh, thank you, Kevin. And John. Well, we have heard a rumor that Disney is going to start yielding their rates for room-only lengths of stay. Just to give you some background of what this actually means, in the past, when you booked your reservation, the price per night was the first night you booked. So if you booked the first night within value season, then you paid value season prices for the entire length of your stay. Now what they're going to do is if the couple days fall in a different season and the price goes up, the price is going to fluctuate based on the actual pricing for that night. Um, I did contact some people at Disney, and they have confirmed that this is true. This is what they're going to start doing probably with new reservations the beginning of June, around June 15th. Um, trying to find out if it's going to take it to affect anybody who's already booked. Usually Disney doesn't do that. Usually if you've already booked, they won't change your pricing. But it's probably going to be new reservations beginning June 15th. And so if you make any changes to an existing reservation, you're going to get hit with a new price. Exactly. That's usually their policy. So just be aware of that, that if you're quoted a price, it's going to be based on each individual night's stay. There were some tricks you could do with a reservation. You could break a reservation up to make sure you got the best price for each part of your stay, and I don't think you're going to be able to do that anymore. I think it's going to make it a lot more That mm. was only a matter of time before people. that loophole got found and yep. addressed. There's, there's just very few loopholes left anymore. You'll probably see pricing for, like, Friday, Saturday go up during the course of a, a time period. You're going to see a lot more specific pricing for right. Disney. I agree. No more of this blocks of days being a certain. It's going to be weekends and right. holidays. Or, 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 Memorial or, Day weekend is going to be more expensive, yeah, I bet. Christmas week will be. Yeah. And well, just, just one more point I want to clarify. Right now, this is for room-only reservations, not packages. So if you purchase a package, it's going to be the old way of doing it. They don't want you booking room-only. Right. They want They want those packages at all costs, so... I just wanted to mention that we have updated the Diz with uh, all new resort maps for every one of the Disney-owned uh, hotels, including the designated smoking areas. want to thank two of our resort board moderators, Trekker and Canadian Guy, for doing the muscle work on that and helping us get that up on the site. So if you want to know where the smoking areas are, I know we've had a few questions about that. I will have a link in the show notes to these maps and everything else that we've discussed here just today. Just follow your nose. Oh, be quiet. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. I really don't. I mean, no, in all honesty, I'm sensitive to the smell of smoke, and I don't think when you walk through the park, it's like, oh, here's a smoking no, area. No, I was just kidding. Okay. All right. With that, we are going to move on, and Kevin is going to give us his review of Il Molino, the new restaurant that recently opened at the Walt Disney World Swan. Kevin, what'd you think? We waited a while. We didn't want to review the restaurant when it was brand new. So uh, four of us went to dinner on Friday night. Uh, as you enter, it's in the old space that was occupied by Palio. And it looks very, very different. It has a very high-end Vegas look to it. It looks like something that they would be sitting in in Ocean's 13. Hmm. Uh, very elegant entryway. They've given a lot of space to the bar area, the lounge kind of feel. And the restaurant is... Again, it's long but narrow. Uh, very nice, but very stark and a little cold as far as I was concerned. There's no tablecloths. It's very modern looking. Hmm. When we got there, we traveled with someone who was in a wheelchair. And 
there were two tables in the entire restaurant that were full. They took us around a corner and tucked us into a corner next to the service bar. And I turned around, and the wall that we would be sitting next to was filthy. I couldn't believe that a restaurant that's only this old, that's only a couple months old, the wall looked like somebody had thrown garbage against it. It was kidding. Or pasta. It was black (laughs) and grimy. And I said to the hostess, would it be possible to sit out more towards the middle of the restaurant? At Now, we also, they were putting at us a rectangular table where two people sit on each side as opposed to a square table where each person has a side. So what we did was we asked if we could move. And after some teeth sucking and eye rolling, she finally turned around and threw her hands up and said, well, which one do you want? So we finally sat down Not at the table. Well, kind of, yeah. The next thing was we had a service team as opposed to an individual server, and we had the unhappy team. Oh, Oh, boy. Uh, We had the emotional dwarves. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle up, people. The losing team. They were – it's not that they were not proficient. However, they acted like we had interrupted their real job, which is brain surgery apparently. They, it seemed they had other important things to do other than... So they, for the first couple of minutes, they hovered. Now, I'll get to this in a little while, but Il Molino's menu is a little complicated. And it's complicated in that there's several different sections, but then there's one section that has to be ordered family style. And there are prices on it which are considerably lower than the rest of the menu. And I thought this was like the dollar menu at McDonald's. It's not. That's the price per person. You have to order a minimum of four. Uh, so while it says $11 for something, it's really $44 if everybody at the table gets it. Wow. So while we're trying to study the menu, they bring out, I forget what they called it. It was a word for like, in in New Orleans, they call it a lamb yap. Yeah. Just a Just little something. Some, extra. Right, something extra. They bring out this little plate. It was like an, um, an eggplant Ground roumalade kind of thing with little pieces of pepperoni. And while we were looking at the menu, the waiter sort of dropped it on the table and muttered what it was. And I think he was annoyed that we didn't stop what we were doing and paying direct attention to him. There were wine glasses and uh, water glasses and everything on the table. So finding a spot to put anything was a little difficult. And all I was trying to do is I kept trying to rearrange things so he would have room to set things down. They hovered so bad that John actually said to them, you all need to back off for a minute. We're not ready to order. Well, we need to know what you'd like. And John said, you don't need to know what we want right this minute. Are you kidding? No. I would have left. Well, you were doing a review. I I would have left also, (laughs) but I was asked to do this. So, we finally, John said, the lady will have a cup of soup. Now, I've told you all before, my mom has severe dietary restrictions, and they had two kinds of soup. And she said to the waiter, are the soups spicy? I can't eat anything that's spicy. And he said, well, they're highly spiced, but they're not spicy. I understand that, but it's kind of hard to decipher. Is you know, this going to make her ill? So I said to the gentleman... Is it possible to get a teaspoon of each kind of soup just as a taste test? Now, you have to understand there's no one else in this restaurant. 
So it's not like we've hit the peak dinner crush. Was it close to closing? No, it was six o'clock in the evening. I was going to ask, was close close to closing because the waiter seemed. It was six o'clock. No, yeah. it was okay. early, and no. And one it was, was a there. Friday night. It was a Friday night at six o'clock, and we were the only people in the restaurant. And I, he said to us, "Sorry, you can't do that." I said, "Why?" He said, "The soups are made from scratch." Can I back up a second? He did not say, "Sorry, I can't do that." He said, "No." That's. <laughs> Can I get a taste of each of the soups? No. And I said, why not? He said, they're made from scratch. You Individually? Know, I said, yeah. <laughs> That's what my mother said to him. She said, you're making cups of soup one at a time? <laughs> Cup of soup. And he actually looked at her and said, yes. So John said, by this point, but I thought I was going to lose my mind. The, these two unhappy individuals were hovering over us. John finally said, we'll have a cup of the soup. Just go get it. Just leave us alone for two minutes. So now the table is, was very small that we sat at, and we realized that it was actually a round table, and each side folded under. So I asked Mrs. Unhappy if it was possible to open up those those leaves to just give us a little extra room. Now, again, this was not a crowded restaurant. She sucked her teeth and rolled her eyes, and she kind of hissed at us, don't do it. Okay, I have to do it for you. Uh, All right, fine. Do whatever you have to do. Have a party. So now the waiter comes back, and we started asking questions. And again, the restaurant, the menu is a little confusing. First of all, you order an entree. And your entree comes with nothing other than what you've ordered. There's no side dish, anything. They do have pastas and side dishes that you can order. And while no one will tell you this, you can order half orders of the pastas. And the side dishes are really big enough for people to share. I have to tell you, this is a pricey place. I ordered a half an order of pasta and chicken parm, and mine was $45. Whoa. A half order of pasta. So it just, it's very, very pricey. And as we're ordering and we're ordering these half orders in our regular meals, she's like, you're ordering an awful lot of food. This is a lot of food. I don't know if you can eat all this food. Just bring it. We'll do our best. Yeah. I have to tell you, it's not that we walked in with an attitude. You know, I would, I would love that kind of feedback from a server it wasn't that he was trying to be helpful he seemed annoyed and when he brought out these half orders of pasta they weren't they were a side order of pasta it wasn't like we got this giant mound of food and oh how are we going to eat it so it was just very bizarre that it was can i ask you did you order wine because sometimes if you don't order drinks we every never so order often, drinks. every so often the yeah. attitude changes at some restaurants. Yeah, I've had that happen to we, me. We are not drinkers. We never order drinks. Well, then they should have taken your wine glasses off the table to give you more room. Yes. We asked them to do that. We had to uh. ask them, can you take these away? The attitude started from sitting us at the wrong table near the dirty wall. It wasn't, they didn't know if we wanted wine at that point yet. It was from the moment we walked mm. in. So John ordered an appetizer. It was any place else you would go, it would be an and a pasta plate. It was some little sliced meats, a couple of cheeses, uh, mozzarella with tomato, buffalo mozzarella. However, there were two slices of tomato. This is peak growing season in Florida. <laughs> there is absolutely no reason I can get the very best tomato in the Publix, and they're on sale for $1.99 a pound. This was one of those orange, hard tomatoes with the green center. And I think to myself, that's fine at your local diner. 
However, that appetizer that John ordered was $24. Mm. It was a platter of Italian delights, prosciutto, mortadella, sopressata. I'm not going to read you the rest. You were eating mortadella? Yeah, I had a couple of mortadella. It's sopressata? And mortadella, for those who don't know, is basically bologna with fat chunks in it. Yeah. (laughs) It translates to deli death. Yes, mortadella. I love mortadella. And you get like two slices of that. You get two slices of salami. You get a thimble full of prosciutto. So... It was good stuff. The stuff was very flavorful and very. I thought it was very tasty. But there was $2 worth of food. Exactly. And again, I'm not complaining. I don't mind paying Disney prices. I mind paying Disney prices when I feel like I'm being ripped off right. and I'm dealing with the attitude that they're doing me a favor by waiting on me. Mm-hmm. See, I, think, I think they're trying to, you know, I don't, I don't know if they're trying to, like, capture the New York attitude as well as the New York experience. The New York attitude does not play in Disney World. It just doesn't. No, it doesn't. It comes it doesn't. across as just rude. And if you want New York attitude, you had four actual New Yorkers sitting at the table. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we could give and it if you want to you. throw New York attitude, trust me, I know how. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, after that... We moved. That was the only appetizer we ordered, other than a cup of soup. A cup of soup is seven dollars, and apparently the chefs in the back making them individually. A cup of soup. The soup was delicious. I have to tell you, it was not overly spicy. It was um, minestrone, very flavorful, very very mild. Beautiful cup of soup. The other thing is, they bring you out some bread. There's a, a ciabatta bread. There's a multi-grain bread, and then they bring you out a focaccia, which is very crisp and soaked and olive oil, mm. and red pepper flakes. While it's very, very spicy, it's also, it was the best thing I had, sorry, it's the best thing I had all night. It sounds really good. It really is. <laughs> he liked it a lot. Uh, as a matter of fact, we asked for more of that. And they had a, <laughs> they had a really good olive oil on the table. Right. It was unbelievable. We had four different entrees. Uh, my father decided to go directly with pasta. He had the bucatini he had the bucatini. There's another word that I'm not going to try, which is a tube spaghetti and uh, a tube pasta with rendered pancetta, onions, and finished with marinara. It's basically spaghetti. It was $24. Wow. And do you want to say what it tasted like? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> when we go out to do a review, what happens is we all try and order. We try and get a wide variety of what's on the menu, so we can come back and talk about it. I mean, right. if, if we all went out and ordered chicken parm, it would be boring. Right. Um, my father's did not taste good. He gave me a sample of it, and it tasted like something when you eat bad food that happens. It tastes. I'm beating around the bush. It just tasted like vomit. Oh. <laughs> Literally. Literally. It was disgusting. My mom had the chicken piccata. Now... Chicken piccata is chicken and lemon and white wine and butter with capers. Yep. This was chicken and butter. There was no lemon. There was no capers. There You're was kidding. No. No. And it was tasty. Oh, and it's European cut chicken. What does that mean? They made a big fuss over the fact that this is European cut chicken. And I thought, well, what does that mean? Come to find out, it means they take all of the bones out of it, but it's little legs. <laughs> <laughs> so when they lay it down on the table, it looks like the chicken's face down in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it looks kind of like the chicken's been run over and is laying face down in the puddle. <laughs> I can't explain it. So it's the whole chicken? like a No, it's pond? just breasts, but they leave the little legs on oh, it, okay. so the legs stick up in the air. Um, I had chicken parm. I had the largest piece of chicken parm 
and also the thinnest. It was roughly as thick as three sheets of paper. However, it took up my entire plate. And it was as tough as a board. And my chicken parm was $28. And that's with nothing. That's just a piece of chicken parm. That's just the chicken parm itself. When they beat it, they beat all the water out of it. I ordered a half an order of uh, the gnocchi bolognese. Now, a full order is $24. So on top of my 28 I paid $12 for, I'm going to guess, a cup of gnocchi. Hmm. So my meal was $40. I think I said 45 at the beginning. I apologize. Just my meal was $40 for some pasta and chicken parm. John had a steak, which he liked. Um. I don't know that I would say you raved about it. No, it was a good piece of meat. It was a very good piece of meat. It was delicious. It was tasty. It was $38 right? for something that I could get anywhere else. Go to Shula's if you want. We ordered, um, they had another uh, pasta. It was cannelloni. With, it was a baked pasta stuffed with meat and spinach and served in a light tomato, a light cream tomato sauce. This was a tube of pasta that came out. It was literally stone cold. And it had red sauce on the top of it. And we took a little tiny bites of it and immediately called the waiter over and said, this is not cooked. It's cold. And this is supposed to have a light cream sauce on it. He said, that is light cream sauce. It should have been pink. It was red. It was tomato sauce is what it was. So we sent it back and we asked him to exchange it for the tortellini. Now, I have to tell you, this all went with eye rolling and teeth sucking. Mm -hmm. That we had bothered them. Hmm. And the tortellini came out. Now, that's supposed to be in a thick cream sauce with peas and pancetta. It's frozen, It's um, dry tortellini, and like you would buy in the supermarket. And that was $22. Wow. Mm. Now, we had no dessert. We, uh, we did order coffees. I ordered a coffee, and my dad ordered a coffee. Now, our... The waitress who was part of the team, the server, she they don't bring like regular coffee pots. There are these great big sort of, they're silver coffee, they're very fancy silver coffee pots. Not to go off the subject, but we gave my mom a Vera Bradley purse for Mother's Day. The, ba- the background of it is white. She treats it like it's made out of spun gold. It was sitting on the chair next to her. Mm-hmm. The waitress leans and right over, she picks up the coffee cup and right over her purse Mm. starts to pour the coffee. And my mom said to her, stop, let me just move this. She gave her the nastiest look and said, never mind, I'll move. Not, I'm sorry. Not, I didn't see it. Not, oh, I see what you mean. It was just this Mm. huge attitude over something that was really unnecessary. Altogether, our check came to $211. Without alcohol. For no. Italian food. And no dessert. And no dessert. Two cups of coffee, uh, diet soda, three entrees. Your soups. A full order of pasta. One soup. One soup and an appetizer. Wow. I believe that you can do much better. We do better when we go to our... Don't say Ita- the name of that place. I'm not going to. But okay. 
We don't want everybody going there. <laughs> right. But just walk down the Spoodles. I think you overestimate the reach of our podcast right now. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, this place is very far away from Disney. And it is very far hard away. Hard to find. But I, However, I a, it's a very small place. And if we even mentioned the name and six people knew about it, I'd have to wait in line longer. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, what was the uh, cheapest entree on the menu? Now, what I was explaining, there's a whole section called, um, it's the family style. And it looks like the cheapest entree on there is $9. However, I, as I explained, that's not $9 for you. You have a minimum of four people. You have to order it uh, family style. Okay. So that would then become $36. Okay. The cheapest entree on there is uh, $24, and that is for chicken fra diablo. And that's just chicken. That's nothing else on the side of it. To finish this up, I find this. Now, I love this one, and I really wanted this to be good. The biggest disappointment to us was the fact that this was just a disappointment. We were hoping to find another great place to have yep. dinner. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I found there to be a great deal of attitude in a very expensive restaurant serving food that, in my opinion, was, I don't want to say it was awful. It was subpar. It got eaten, but it was $200. You can do a lot better with your dining dollars. A uh, couple of technical points. They don't take the Disney dining experience, and you're also not on the Disney dining plan. So you're going to pay full price for this meal. You also you cannot charge it to your room. Really? really? Oh, it just gets better and better. To the it? room at the Swan, you can. You can't, right. you can't do it if you're staying at. Oh, oh. You can't use your key to the world it's card to. Oh. Yeah. Just wanted to give a clarification right. in case people get there. It's a beautiful place. It's just very expensive. Be warned. All right. Well, thank you, Kevin. Sorry that it wasn't a better experience, but... Can I jump in one thing? Because somebody's going to write to me. They also do have a kid's menu. The cheapest thing on the kid's menu is $11, and it's for Penny. Penny pasta. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Pizza is twelve. Uh, fettuccine is eleven. Penny regat is eleven, and cannelloni is thirteen. And chicken parm is sixteen. And that's for kids three to nine. That's a really expensive kids that's menu. A kid, a and not expensive. only that, but there's not. It's not really. Other than the pizza, there's really nothing there that's really for the finicky kid. There's no chicken fingers or, you know, uh, macaroni and cheese, which usually little kids will go mm-hmm. to automatically. You have to have a kid with a fairly sophisticated palate even to to pick up one of those. All right. Well, thanks very much. Pete, before we move on, I have something I'd like to talk about. Okay. We got an email from a woman named Roxanne in Dumont, New Jersey. Do I know where Dumont is? Dumont. Mm-hmm. That's right next to where I grew up. Well, the Northeasterners like, yeah, I know, I know Dumont. Dumont. I know Dumont. Okay. I thought I knew real Jersey really well, and I don't know Dumont. I haven't got a clue. Roxanne tells us she loves our show, and she's happy that we, um, we mentioned that this is our full-time jobs. Uh, she uh, tells us about her son. Her son's name is Anthony Costello. Hi, I'm sorry, Anthony, Anthony Costelli. <laughs> I apologize. And Anthony wants to grow up to be an Imagineer. And Anthony is 12 and likes our show so much that he takes notes. So I wanted to just let Anthony know that we think what he's doing is really cool and that there's a whole room full of people here <laughs> who are just like him. We just found a place to do this for a living. So, Anthony, I want you to know that there is a place you can do this for a living. And when you get old enough, write to me. (laughs) (laughs) Bob's taking notes right now. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony, we're going to send you something. I just wanted to say hello and let you know that we knew about you. And we think you're very, very, very cool. (laughs) That's great. Thanks for listening, Anthony. We're glad you like the show so much. All right, we're going to move on. And um, actually, because we're not going to do... for time constraints this week, because we all are all staying on property this week, uh, we're not going to be doing the email show. 
instead uh, going up with this show is the overdue, long-awaited anniversary show. So you guys have your have two shows this week, but just not an email show. So apologize for that. But I do want to talk a little bit about some of the stuff we've been doing on uh, over the last few days. Sweating. Sweating. <laughs> We've been sweating a lot. Are you all pretty like Julie when she sweats? No. No, no I'm it's not. not a good sight. It's not pretty at all. No, you guys, it's not pretty. I walk around the park with a napkin in hand at all times, dabbing at myself the whole time. I just kept handing her napkins yesterday. <laughs> Poor Bob. It's like, here, here's another one. Well, I mean, we're, um, we're all staying at the Dolphin. And uh, let me just, for the, in the interest of full disclosure, let me... Mentioned that we do, uh, the, the Diz and Dreams Unlimited Travel, do have a commercial relationship with the Swan and Dolphin. And so I just want to make sure I, I do mention that, although it's not influencing our our, our feelings about the uh, the experience. Uh, the rooms are beautiful. Yeah, they are. The rooms oh, are absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. I have a great room. I have to tell you, this was the first time I've been in the Swan since they um, redid it. And the swan looks absolutely elegant. It really they, does. They, yeah, it does. They did a great job with the remodel. They really did. I just preferred the dolphin. And I also have to say, I mean, I, I'm, I'm known for kind of coming down heavy on the fact that cast members aren't what they used to be. I do have to say, generally speaking, everyone we've run into, both at the Swan Dolphin and on Disney property, have been excellent. Mm-hmm. We've had a Definitely. lot of good experiences. Yeah, we did. We were over at Spoodle's the other night for dinner. Oh, had, oh she was uh, great. Had a phenomenal dinner and a phenomenal server. Allison. Allison with one L. Allison with one L. We and wanted her to go to all the restaurants and serve us in all the restaurants. Yeah, at she was. Well, I mean, that was a great, was, a great, a great dinner. It's a great, great dinner. The and hummus was, was. Oh God, the hummus. No, everything was excellent. The last time we were there, Spoodles changed their menu a little bit. Yeah. Is, is it more back to the way it used to be? With more meals, or is it? No, it's no. still the changed menu. She said it was a brand new menu. Yeah, yeah it's a brand new menu. I, I thought the menu was a little Sparse. limited. Yeah. Um, but everything was, was out of this mm-hmm. world. Well, we'll, we'll go there just for the tapas. We'll go there just to have the yeah. hummus. And mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The hummus no. is, that hummus should be illegal. It really is. <laughs> and I had the pork chop, and that was... That pork chop was oh, out of this world. I, I had, had the too. pan-seared snapper. I have to say it was really good. What we, we, had, we have nine people we ate. Nine uh, people, yeah. We, everybody had... Um, the only different. thing we didn't order on the table was the hen, I think, right? Oh, the Cornish yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody had something there different. There was a... Yeah. So, I mean, I, I have to say that, you know, whether it's been in the theme parks, or in MGM, in, in the restaurants, uh, Grand Floridian Cafe, we were over there for lunch. And, uh, again, had a great, very inexpensive lunch. I yeah. was shocked. $15 a person is roughly what it costs. And Regina's got that wonderful Disney dining experience card, the twenty percent off. Oh, yeah. Mine's uh, yes, mine's way. Yes, I do. And everything a- came quick too. Was, yeah, yeah. Did you I, buy yours? Yes, I did. Um, it, my my temporary card is waiting for me at Epcot. Oh, I got to get over there and. And we've been using the Disney Vacation Club discount over at the um, the Dolphin uh, restaurants. Yep. Oh yeah. Regina has every discount card in her purse. What do you take this? What do you take this? Well, how about this? Yeah. The AARP card. As a matter of fact, I do. Oh, she oh, has, she has number two. Better be careful. <laughs> yeah, followed by Bob, number three. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, something cool we did, uh, when was it? Friday morning? Went over to the Wilderness Lodge, yep. and then we rented uh, rented a, a pontoon boat and went out on, on Bay Lake. That, that is always so fun. Nice. What a nice start we to the day. We did an hour, hour worth of it. 
Yep. And yeah, and we we were there for we were there for an hour and with uh, the DVC discount or the annual pass holder discount. Yes, that was better 15%. than the DVC. Yeah. DVC was ten. It cost just a little under sixty dollars. One thing we didn't realize is you can't rent a boat until ten o'clock. Right. So we got there. We figured we'd get there early at nine and and get out early, but they don't rent the boats till ten. Do you drive the boat yourself? I, yep. I drove. It's Captain Bob. Captain Bob was out there. He actually docked it really well. I was surprised because he had yeah. a do- he had to dock this pontoon boat in, in a, not a big space at all, and was, he was able. Did they to give you instructions on how to do it? That, you know, actually, they didn't. No. <laughs> no. No. I came. I came by a little bit after everyone else got on the boat, and. I got in the driver's seat, and he didn't say boo to me about, here's how you do this, here's how you do that. It's like, well, okay. he asked if we he asked, he asked if we had driven if, if right we'd done yeah. this before. We oh. said yes. So okay, they lied to him. Basically, just to tell us to stay well, out the parasailing you, area. Corey, you've yeah. driven a boat before, so you would have known how to and do it. And I now yeah, know fun. that and it's not. It's, it's it wasn't not that difficult. Hard. No, it's, it's really at all. It was, it was. I have a two-second story to tell you. Long time ago, for my birthday, someone took me to the Contemporary, and we went, rented those sea sprites. Or whatever they're called, the little the mouse boats. The mouse, the mouse boats. boats are fun. And they told us if you had any problem, you were supposed to sit in the middle of Bay Lake with your hands in the air. I was out <laughs> driving around, and the steering wheel came off in my hand. That's, oh, no. that's a bad thing. <laughs> so there I sat with my arms up in the, mid- in the middle of Bay Lake, waiting for someone to come along. And this German couple pulled up next to me in their little mouse boat. So they sat there with their arms up. <laughs> <laughs> they thought it was a game. <laughs> they thought, they thought you were doing the wave. He was literally starting a wave. So I, I kept kind of like shooing them away, and I showed them <laughs> that my steering wheel, and they, they just sat there with their arms up in the air. Well, when the, the people in the, the rescue boat came to get me, they kept having to explain to the German people that this wasn't something that they had to do. This wasn't like a fire drill. <laughs> But that's it. That's my whole story. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. You can flip those boats, too. I had a friend that did it. I really? Know, I don't know how. He, yeah, he flipped it. That's <laughs> not No, that's not good. I'm a big boy. I'm not <laughs> flipping nothing. <laughs> those things go fast. They really do. Okay, yeah, mine didn't do that either. Well, that's why they have so many restrictions now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How yeah. many people Thank did you God. have on your pontoon boat? Just us. Just four. four yeah, of us. just four of us. Four. And yeah. did you know that Bob wears boxers? <laughs> I got flashed. <laughs> yeah, Bob, Bob decided while he was driving he was going to put one leg up on the side of the steering wheel. His bootleg. His bootleg. Put up, up the on the side of the steering so wheel. So there it was. <laughs> you know? Oh, Bob's blushing. I think this falls into the category of information you could have lived without. Right. <laughs> and we brought An individual I could have lived without. Boxes. Oh, <laughs> My mind's eye Boxes. is blinded. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Oh, God. Thank you, Regina. Anytime. But sure uh, listeners appreciate that. What else have we? Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you. We've been. I've been having a few of my breakfasts at Peekaboo in the morning. That's like their their twenty four hour restaurant at the Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Gotta tell you, nah. Well, they give you too much food. First they of all, do. I have to say, we had lunch you know, there. I'm never gonna eat a quarter of a lasagna. You know, like the pan. They gave me a quarter of the pan. I ate no for lunch, but <laughs> but I mean, you know, we just had lunch there uh, yesterday, right before we went over to MGM to meet Bob. But I was just thinking to myself, I feel really bad for wasting all this food. I don't yeah. think I didn't eat it all. Did yeah, you have the scrambled eggs? They I tasted did. very weird. Uh, yeah, they, 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 I mean, they do something to them the, out of the the container. Yeah, they did uh, something to them. I'm not sure what. And, we had a kimonos though. Oh, that's great. Sushi. Yeah, jealous. I didn't get to go there. 
Sorry, Bob. Everybody's going to think that all, all we have, all we've done all is, we eat. Do is eat <laughs> since the minute we arrived. Yeah, at the well, you told us you were working. So far, I've heard you've been eating and floating around on a boat. Oh, well, we did Pleasure <laughs> Island. Yeah, we went in every club in Pleasure Island. We did Pleasure Island. We yeah. did the Adventurous Club, which I haven't done in I don't know how many years. It was yeah. my first time. So I fun. loved it. You do know why you've not been in that club for a long time, right? Because I hate that place. Oh, yeah. Well, you hated it. I would yeah. never go in there. You would never go in there. Because they would right. talk to you and stuff. I love that. It was <laughs> fun. John's not big on audience I some, participation. <laughs> I got some great video in there. Yeah. We went to see the Blue Man group, and the only way he didn't get hives was he figured out that they were finding the audience participants before the show started. So when they came out into the audience to find the people... He was okay. Had he thought they might talk to him, we never would have seen the end of the show. We would have been gone. <laughs> oh, and Blue Man, I want to mention oh. that do not go in there late either because they make fun of you. Oh, it was hilarious. They, they, was they'll they'll turn the whole place dark and put a spy, spotlight on you and say, you are late. You and are late. And they sing to you and put your picture up on a big screen. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh. That's funny. So what else? What else have we uh, gleaned from Star our last weekend? Star, Star Wars. Wars weekend? Star Wars weekend. Star Wars weekend. Yeah, apparently that's where... Uh, People well, are crazy about Star Wars. Yeah, there are some there are some big fans. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it nice. personally, but yeah. And I and not only in full <laughs> outfits, not only not only dressed, not only are the fans like they're dressed in the full outfits, but they're also like completely in character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you really, really, really need to get out of the house. <laughs> okay, move this out of your parents' really basement. Get out of your parents' uh, uh, basement. No, these are the parents. <laughs> 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 No, they are living in their parents' basement, even at that age. The 40-year-old in the parents' basement. Okay, don't write to me that you hate me because we've made fun of Star Trek people or Star Star Wars 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 people. Write to Bob. He's the one who told us about it. I have something, Pete. The autograph session that has the fast pass, I was talking to uh, someone there uh, the other day. They start lining up, or they started lining up for Sunday's autograph session at 3 a.m., you're kidding. Out in in the where the, the <laughs> gate area. Honest to God. But how do they get in at that they time? Don't, they, they get into the parking lot, and they park the they car. They let them in at 3 a.m.? There's well, no one there. Right. You can just drive in. MGM, I there's no barricade. So, oh, okay. so they, had, in, yeah. they had three three lines lined off, and they had a sign on each one. And people walk up and get in this line. Now, And the guy said, at first they said it was five, and the guy piped in no it was 3 a.m some of those people got there and i would so cut in line it was <laughs> it was like <laughs> now those they get in line at three o'clock but they don't pass out these fast passes till 9 a.m so some of these people were there for six hours to get in line and it's not like the people that, that they were getting autographs from are like major major it's celebrities not people. Right. we're I not mean, talking elvis Ch- chewbacca or chewbacca what chewbacca chewbacca is next week, and they're expecting a huge line for to get autographs from. We him. should go get in line now. I mean, we could have gone from uh, downtown Disney and got in line the other night, uh, but three o'clock in the morning—it's unbelievable. You and, and they, I should go and, and say and we're like Chewbacca. So, so you, <laughs> I played Chewbacca. So you wait in line. Possibly up to like six hours or whenever you decide you want to go sit in the parking lot for for that long. I'm going to go and wear a sign that says not Chewbacca. <laughs> hey, give me your fast okay. pass. <laughs> and then when you, then you have to wait. I'll wait. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> not really. I might find then you have else. to wait in line 
to actually get the autograph session. So, I mean, you get your fast pass, but and they tell you when to come back, but you still wait in line then. So you're waiting. In also, line. if you're not if you're not interested in Star Wars weekend, stay the heck away from MGM when yeah. it's going on. What it did you guys? Oh my gosh, it was a zoo. Did you it do was other like stuff? It was, it was like the yeah. apocalypse in that park between the heat and the people no. and. The apocalypse was a storm that hit yesterday. That was the oh, apocalypse. That was a bad storm. So you got a bad storm down there. It didn't hit. It didn't hit in downtown. Oh. Yeah. We no, had, well, yesterday we were the three of us were just doing content yeah. stuff. But I mean, did you go and participate in the Star Wars stuff, or did you stay away yeah. from that? No. Yeah, well, no. we did the we did the parade, the parade. at eleven fifteen, okay. and that we li- we got him the parade thing at like ten thirty or so, and you uh, were in the parade. I almost was in the parade. Bob took a picture with Jedi Mickey. I was in. I went to Jedi Mickey. I stood near Darth Vader, but not close <laughs> Bob enough. Also, <laughs> Bob also was running over people and items and objects. I actually ran over a foot of one of the characters, Star Wars character. Yeah. He also he ran, ran into the run. ABC commissary doors. <laughs> <laughs> they were closing. You thought I, they were going to open, and listen, you ran right into it. Listen, that, that automatic door thing didn't work. <laughs> well, Obviously. you know, Bob, Bob you, I have was to going it. you have to approach Slowly. it. Slowly. I was going slow, and no, the thing was closing, and all of a sudden you... Bop. Well, you like, know, the other... Uh, <laughs> the other piece, the other piece, you, everyone needs to keep in mind as you envision what we're talking about, is that on Bob's cart now is uh, right behind where the headrest used to go, is a pole, and on the top of the pole <laughs> is a fixture, a fitting, and on the top of the fitting is a video camera, and uh, with we a quick will be, disconnect, we will be unveiling cart cam, cart, <laughs> cart cam. You gotta say it like Bob. K a r t. I may. It, I, I can't make any promises. We're not doing the uh, email uh, email version of the show today. We are putting up the anniversary show, but um, because we have time constraints, I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to get some cart cam video. Oh, Pete, you know the, with this show, but it's going to be this week. I'm going to put it up. So he was recording when he ran to the door too. Yeah. <laughs> so be I can't wait. I can't wait to see that video. Oh, can we? You should strap one to his boot and do boot cam too. <laughs> I, <laughs> should have all Bob totally wired up. <laughs> well, he, uh, he 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 videotaped. Don't give me any ideas. He videotaped himself. He videotaped himself coming out of his room with the swan, and then he did the pathway. From MGM back to the Swan Dolphin, he recorded the entire thing, and then I did the loop around the Epcot hotels. But keep in mind that that I'm I'm taking this 20 minute video and I'm speeding it up so it's about two minutes. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. super fast. Okay, and let me tell you, I okay, was. You need to get the plate spinning music from Ed Sullivan. I know it's even it's even better. It's even it's even better. I have the I have the intro music from the Benny Hill show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is the is the music bed that I'm going with? I just have to tell you, That's I'm going to get a patent on the the cam uh, cut cam. A what? On a what? Cut cam. Who the heck knows what's going <laughs> That's when you patent. That's when you hook the camera to your. Hold cut. on, let me let me translate from Bob into English. He's going to get a patent for the fixture that he's created for the cart cam. I have to it's, mention something go, about. When do you go home, Regina? <laughs> Not soon enough, obviously. She's just looking at, up my pant leg, and you like, flashed me, honey. She, she get boxer cam. Like I wanted to see it. 
Like that was something. It was on my list of things to do this week. <laughs> Get Chewbacca's autograph. Chewbacca. Eat a Dole Whip. Yeah. See Bob's boxers. Yeah, know what Bob wears under the cargo shorts. At Christmas, shorts. he duct tapes Christmas lights to this. I wanted to mention about um, yesterday there was like some, whoever Boba Fett is, whoever uh, the guy is that played him. I was just watching him interact with some of the children or kids, teenagers, whatever, uh, that would come up to him, you know, to sign the autograph and things like that. He really spent a lot of time with each person, talking to them, um, kind of, maybe, you know, not yeah. more than like a couple of minutes, but it wasn't like 30 seconds, take a photo, sign the autograph, leave. Yeah, he's, so, not a, he's not a household name. He needs all the good PR. <laughs> right, but I mean, and let me tell you know, you, I think it's really a good thing. He is cute, but I just think it's a great thing for people who are big fans of Star Wars because you're getting to really interact with these oh, people. Oh, no, it's a great event. If you're a Star Wars fan, this yeah. is the only place to be. I mean, so I thought that was really nice. Would you know if it wasn't really the same guy? No. Okay. And let's face it, how much does Boba Fett really have to do these days? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> well, they also had a special merchandise area, too, for collectibles sure and, you know, event merchandise, so. Now, Regina, you spent some time uh, over in the Magic Kingdom as well. Oh, today? Well, yes. Now, yeah. Was it today? Today. Was it today? today. Yeah. Yes, I went over to Magic Kingdom. I finally saw the Laugh Floor Comedy Club. It was really, really cute. Yeah, we love it. Not crazy about the little tight seats. Plastic's a little rough, but um, but I thought the show was great. It See, was very cute. I, yeah, the, the seats are uncomfortable, but at least yeah. they're not individual seats. Yes. At least they're a bench yeah, seat. It's a bench, it's but okay. it's just like an I don't know if it was an awkward height. Maybe my legs are short. I don't know. Your they are not short. Sitting on them like so you know, and your legs are short. Of the new uh, small world boats. That small plastic. World boats. There's new boats. I didn't notice that. You saw a new some all world boats? Like recently? Th- oh, from the last time when they redid it. Didn't notice the boats have changed on Small World? I have you been on No, we didnn't. The I boats have changed. I months, haven't been on it. I have Months ever. ago. And, well, it's <laughs> Gary, yelling at us. Gary and I went on and we sat down and our knees were up to our chin. So now it's like, how are we going to get out of this when we come to the end? And, well, we, you know, we, we got up now, but we didn't go Thank on Thank God. Since. I know. We'd still that be on been, that. That would have been bad. <laughs> Regina would have been a yeah, part the of the seats are a lot lower now. <laughs> small world. Like, I, I think they, Little Tykes has the con- the contract now. Everything's made out of plastic. But um, What Little Tykes? Oh, you don't know the brand Little Tykes? They make like plastic toys. Yeah, we oh, see the little no, playhouses no, in the no, backyard. I'm sorry. Oh, maybe it was before after his kids. What else did you see, Regina? I saw the stage show. So it was really cool to see Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and Donald's mouths and eyes moving. Yeah, the new masks. And I was surprised that Captain Hook was a face character in the show. Really? That's yeah. that's new because he used to have a a, a head face. <laughs> it's the same guy who plays Bubba Fat. <laughs> <laughs> I see. He's a Disney dancer. But mostly just walked around slowly. I did have to do Peter Pan. That's my favorite. I like that ride, too. Didn't ride. you tell me they were advertising um, Cinderella Bration on the oh, bus? Oh, on the bus. This is the first time um, they've fitted the buses now with a, uh, a marquee that has the date and time. And um, at different points, all of a sudden, there'll be a recording that comes on talking about, you know, well, no eating, drinking, all that other stuff. But they started talking about... Um, Oh, you know, going to the Magic Kingdom and be sure to see the new attractions, Mickey's Frill of Magic and Stitch's Great Escape and the Cinderella <laughs> Bration Stage Show and the Share a Dream Come True Parade. And I'm sitting there going, that was for the 50th. That's not, 
buses aren't being updated. <laughs> I know. And they just put that in. That's they just did these on the bus. And they have Disney music playing on the way there, on the way back. They had um, big band music. I don't get what, it. What does that mean? That's I heard the Andrews sisters. I don't understand. That was for it. you for the show. Tommy time Dorsey. Really? Yeah. They must have pulled that bus out from hiding. I, I don't know. It was it was just a little odd, but, but at least at parts. least something, you know. A little little music in the background doesn't hurt. Now, anything else in specific anybody else wants to bring up from this? So we got to weekend? actually experience the Sosa Family Cigar Bar where they sell all the cigars, remember? Oh, we yeah. actually went in. Fuego? And, yeah. It was Fuego. really nice. Over at Pleasure Island. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the only bar you can smoke in at Pleasure Island. Yeah. And they have a really nice outside patio area that's like gated off from the rest of Pleasure Island, which I like because then, you know, you're kind of separated from the crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, sometimes and there the are. The riffraff. <laughs> yes. I just want to mention, we got caught in a storm yesterday afternoon, and it started raining at MGM, so we went back to the boat and got on the boat to go back to the Swan Dolphin. And uh, I just want to tell people that if you see a storm coming... Take a nap. No, well, it's not take a nap, but get out a pen and paper. Find a place that you want people to get to a safe location. I didn't see that train coming either. But go back to the hotel. Well, yeah, we went back to the hotel. But the thing was, you you need to find a safe space because this this coming from the man who is driving like the lightning rod of Orlando with this ten foot. I mean, ten foot pole on the back with a camera hanging off of it. It's like Back to the Future. It's He's going like, to be propelled back to seventy one. God, in one of the buzzards from Lion King. Here I am, just trying to give little information. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, getting a train wreck. I couldn't help it. Okay, lightning is very dangerous down here, and it's it dangerous is everywhere. I mean, Orlando is the lightning capital. Or they have safe lightning. <laughs> Right. There's In Orlando, it is God. the lightning capital of the United States, right, Bob? The ground strike capital. Thank is this you. mic on? Thank you, Mr. Wizard. Thank you. It is the ground strike. Regina's crying over there. Listen. It is the ground strike capital of the U.S. Well, I understand that. But are you done, Regina? Welcome to you the round table, Regina. You have, you have a firm grasp of the here. obvious. Okay. All Light, I want to say is... Lightning bed. If you see a storm... <laughs> Shark's bad. <laughs> Leave him That's alone. Let him. Good. All right. Let him finish. Oh God. I'm, Bob, I'm sorry. I started that. I'm sorry. That was my fault. Go ahead. Let him, let him finish. Go ahead. I don't want to talk anymore. You can talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, get yourself undercover in a building and away from windows and and things. We got back to the the hotel and we got off the boat and and we got back into the hotel. And right after that, the, the lightning started coming down pretty heavy. It was very heavy down. And we couldn't even see the swan from the dolphin. From the dolphin. You're kidding. No. No, I got some video <laughs> of the really storm. storm. We're having and very typical weather patterns for summer here now. It wasn't like this last year. No. We're having one of those it's afternoon showers. Well, I mean, afternoon no, storm. this was not a shower. <laughs> this was like this a typhoon. We went out the front of the hotel. This was not an afternoon shower. All the big potted plants were all... 
tipped the, over. The good part is, is they they don't last a long time. So this one lasted over an hour. Over an hour. This was this not was very unusual. No, you guys yeah. weren't there. This was not and a it, typical yeah. afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. We never had rain at our house. And oh. what and what happened was, we got off the boat and went in, but they stopped the boat right there when the lightning started, and that boat. Didn't mm-hmm. leave the dock for over an hour. So all the people who got a beach club and yacht club were stuck. Were stuck. But also, right there. again, what I'm saying is it's not like that storm is going to last for two days. Like no. Up in the northeast, you get a storm and it lasts for a day or overnight. The storms are going to last for a relatively short amount of time. But my major point was, right. like over at MGM, it was very crowded yesterday. And when that storm hit... If you keep an eye on the weather, and if it starts raining, you go somewhere inside a building right away. Don't wait and try to get in there later because you're going to end up – all those other people are going to take our advice, plus the little jokes, and uh, and go – you know, and you're going to not have a place to go. And you're out there in lightning and and stuff, so be safe. I I think the opposite is – not the opposite, but the other thing that happens is people tend to head for the front of the parks when it rains. You're just going to be caught outside. You're just going to be caught waiting for a bus, or you're going to be going between buildings. Stay in the park. Get inside a a building and just wait it out. Same things with the water parks. You know, once it rains, people leave the park. And if if you can hold it out for the the duration of the storm – I mean, you can just go on all the rides. I bet basically. anybody who was at a water park yesterday was scared out of their mind. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had dire- oh, almost gosh. direct hits at the Swan Dolphin. Oh, it knocked it, I told Bob out. the story. I was looking out the window watching the rain. All of a sudden, a lightning that struck like so close to the window <laughs> fell over the ottoman trying to back away. <laughs> oh. The other place, I don't know how many people who are listening to us are golfers. One of the things that you never hear is people who are on a golf course when one of these hits... You mm. really need to leave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, oh, they yeah. blow a horn or something on the golf course, I believe, uh, or get these people in. So I, I just wanted to bring that comment up. Like an air raid signal, Bob? Uh, that was like a train wreck. <laughs> it's the nap signal. <laughs> it's the nap signal. <laughs> Time to return to your resorts and take a nap. Get out your pen and papers. Write down all the things you want to do in the afternoon. Regina, you got something? Come on. <laughs> Bring it on. No, no. Okay. No, no. No, no. To Epcot yesterday. Did my little thing there. What little thing no. was that? I wanted to see the um, the grand tour with Donald Duck, the Three Caballeros. How was that? I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> I, okay. You don't have to reinvent the wheel every time they do something. Mm, yeah, they do. Yeah. Point like charging. Port they like charging. new wheels. Yeah, they do. I thought it was, I thought it was a nice update. Just something... It's like one of those things you could just walk on. The kids would be amused for a few minutes and cool off, and it was fine. We haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I want to see it because I like the three caballeros. We'll do it tonight. All right, folks, that is going to do it for us this week. Like I said, unfortunately, we do not have uh, the time constraints, but we're not able to do it. And we're going to show this week. That will be. Really-